Welcome to JMO with Josh and Joe. It is Tuesday, October 4th. And Joe, where, where do we start? Where do we start? <laughs> with, like, this, this, with this weekend? Yeah, there's been so much that happened in sports. And honestly, the weird thing is most of it didn't even happen on the field. Well, a lot of it happened on the field. But there was a lot that didn't happen on the field, too. Ah. Uh, Yes, excellent point. Excellent point there. There could have been like a drama reality TV show with like just sports this yeah, weekend. Yeah, starring Antonio Brown. Clown Antonio <laughs> Brown. Clown Antonio Brown strikes again. It, it was nice. He'd been out of the media for a little bit and like I'm not I'm not like I wouldn't say I'm a fan of of his antics, but I love talking about it. I mean, it's it's good content. It, it's great. <laughs> I he just it starts off with him just literally putting his bare ass in some poor lady's face in the middle of a pool. Like, it didn't, like, I, I don't know if it was, it was like, it was obviously, it's probably un, unsolicited, but it, um, <laughs> you got a uh, phone call? Joe? Yeah, people, people <laughs> um, trying to get me. It was just, it was, it, it seemed a little, it wasn't like it was completely unsolicited, but it wasn't like she was asking for it, right? Like, he just stuck his bare ass in some random lady's face. Yeah, she was given that like chuckle, like she was it, like, "It's right. funny, but like maybe that's not. Uh, I don't know. You might have crossed the line a little bit, like, like a little bit, but she wasn't sure if she if he did or not, or if like she enjoyed she, it or it was. She was very contemplative. Also, on she could have just been shocked that like some random dude put his put her put his ass in her face. That's that's very true. It like, could have been a state if, of shock. Yeah, if, if 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 like I was just sitting there chilling in a pool and some. Naked girl just came up and put her face in my her her ass in my face. I I'd be a little shell shocked. Like I, I'd just be like I don't know what to do. Like like this is completely out of the blue. So yeah yeah it started with that and then the the I, I don't even know how to begin with this one the Giselle drama, which mm. I mean which is kind of a shit move on Antonio Brown's part. Well obviously this is all shit because he's he's a fucking psychopath, but. Like, Tom Brady was his last friend. I think he just likes... He gets off on everybody hating him. Yeah, he does. Um, I, and it, that might have been, like, a childhood thing that just got, you know, carried over into his adulthood. But, um, yeah, I don't I don't know. You, you really he have just to... just intensified with the more money he got? Yeah. I'm just... I'm just waiting for the documentary. I'm waiting for the AB documentary on his life. Oh, God. Netflix is going to score big with that. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's gonna be. I mean, he's he's there right now. They're cre- they're collecting all the content right now. Like the the story just it's the story's not done. The story we're 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 getting into the the climax. If anything, we still got like a, the whole uh, this whole scene. Well, I mean, he's he's going on to he's uh, evolving from his football career to his rapping career now. Yeah, is if he's if he's like Le'Veon Bell, he's just gonna suck though. They, a lot of those sports guys, they need they they just need to just stick with sports and leave the I, rapping to I mean, the rappers. Put that put that shit on is a little catchy. Is it? It's okay. a little catchy. He's even got a dance that goes with it. A lot of the football players have been doing it as an end zone celebration. It's I, I I'd give it a listen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, speaking of end zone celebrations, this is a a nice segue. Again, we said this last week. Stop with the gritty. It's y'all killed it. It's done. Did you see Zach Wilson's? Yep. Zach Wilson's was it was atrocious. <laughs> like just stop. Yeah, it's it's the white people. Oh, I mean. spe- yeah, I know. Speaking of Zach Wilson, that hit, is is he licking his chops or is he licking his chops now that he now that like 
Giselle and Tom Brady are getting a divorce. Oh, gosh. I didn't even think about that. He is. <laughs> he Zach there. Wilson is salivating. <laughs> he has white foam coming out of his mouth. Just waiting to pounce. Anytime there's a cougar on the on the prowl, you know. The, but this one's like this one's the cougar of all cougars. This is the the mother cougar. This the is mother like, cougar. Yeah, this is the one that if you score this one, like you can you can pretty much die in, in peace. Like you, it's it. That's it. You're it, you can't get any better. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, if you score this one, then you're set for life. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I if I'm thinking if like you know if. The numbers add up the way that they've been saying it is. Tom Brady's going to score more out of this divorce than Giselle is. That's well. That's if they didn't sign a prenup. Which, if you're if you're rich and you're a celebrity and you don't sign a prenup, then you're an idiot. Yes, you're an idiot. Because I mean, yeah, yeah. There's just take a look at the statistics on celebrity marriages. Look, I I am all for true love. I'm all for, you know, everlasting love with, you know, your significant other. But the numbers don't lie. Numbers don't lie. And, like, yeah, you'd be like, okay, you have your exceptions. Danny DeVito, one, and him and his wife, one of the few exceptions. They've been married for, like, 30-something years. Yep. Exception. Exception, not the rule. Okay? Now, with this being said, the rumors about Tom and Giselle getting in fights and stuff were, were true, obviously. Like, like he, she, Giselle wanted him to retire, and Tom did, and then was like, "No, nah, I'm going back." Yeah, and it was all rumors at this point. That and that, that pissed her off, and yes. like so, like that whole story was was true. Yes, yeah. So like, yeah, it, all the rumors now are turning into fact. You know what we were thinking, what we saw from the field uh, on the field from Tom Brady. You know all of his frustrations and all the tablets broken. Yep. yep. So, like, so th- th- this is all making a lot of sense. Yes, I get it. Um, we'll see. Do you think that this is gonna help Tom get better or worse? Because you know how a lot of a lot of athletes when they go and a lot of people when they go through divorces, um, especially one where they've been married. They were, they've been married what thirteen years or something. Uh, something in that ballpark. Yeah, it, was, they, it was quite some time. They, I mean, they, they've got a couple, quite a few kids, and right, they've they've been they've been married for quite some time. Um, most of the time, those athletes, they you could see like a, a, a steep decline, like after they get out of in after they get done with divorces. Yeah, I have another take for you. The, um, and it sucks because I don't want to have this take, but I just can't really explain it any other way. But. Tom Brady's never leaving the NFL now. Yeah. Why would he leave the NFL? That 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 is true. But, but I mean, like he's he, not okay. going. He's not going back to his, you know, his wife and kids. Right. That's you know. True. So like now he's just going to continue and play football all the rest of his life. The rest of his life. He he's got nobody telling him he can't. Yes. Do you, but do you think he's going to get better? Oh, because I, I think he he actually might get better. I think this might like fuel him. I mean, it's if. Let's put it this way: He's running out of things to motivate him. I mean, when you get to that top, that on that pedestal, there's not really much. I mean, we talked about it on what was it last episode or one episode about Michael Jordan creating new ways to motivate him. Yeah, this could be it. This could be it. That's true. I'm. I don't want to find out because he's still in the NFC South, even though the Saints are. Actually, the Saints are good. We just we get fucked. Anyways, yes. we'll get to that game. So put a future on Buccaneers. Maybe I don't know. That might be the might be the move. Ooh, I'm about to download the the sportsbook apps again. So we I'm gonna be back, baby. Um, <laughs> that didn't so last long. Aaron Judge uh, was on everybody's TV. That was fun. 
not. <laughs> I was about to say, was it? No. Like, it, we we knew the game was on. We we have every streaming service we 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 want. If we really wanted to watch it, we we could have watched it. Like, we didn't. Nobody wanted to see that. Yeah, but I mean, the good news there's is good news out of this though with the Aaron Judge situation. What that he he hit sixty two already? He hit sixty two. Yeah. Okay. Good. So, so and now we're not waiting for him to break Roger uh, Maris's record. I don't even know if I pronounced that right. Yeah, Roger Maris. But like, it doesn't. I just don't understand. It's not that big of a deal. Like Barry Bonds is, he hit like eleven more than what he has now. Yeah, he's not even number one. No, <laughs> he's not even cool. No, he's like number six or something like that. Like, I don't know. The did you see the pitch? The pitch was like right down the middle of the plate. It was almost <laughs> like they were like, all right, let's just fucking get this over with. Get it over out of the way. Yeah. I like all the different rule changes people were coming up with. Um, I thought it was cool. I thought it was good for the game. Um, kind of explored a little bit um, as far as, you know, because people were getting, fans were getting frustrated about how, you know, everybody was trying to pitch around them. Right. And, like, I think the best one I heard was, like, if you if you walk somebody, they get, a, they get first base. If you walk them a second time, they get second base. Uh, if they walk them a third time, you get third base. And if you get a fourth so- time... Like let's just, so if they walk them a third time, they'll get to third base. And if they already have two people on base, those two people score. Those two people score. I don't mind that rule. I was about to say it's not a bad rule. It's it's pretty simplistic. You know, it's not something overly complicated. But at the same time, it will prevent people from pitching around these guys. For the most, yeah, that's true. Then it'll make it easier for them. Like because but like Barry Bonds got intentionally walked. Millions of times, exactly, and he still put up seventy three home runs. So but we and we'll get to the see these great home run hitters continue I guess it, to it, hit it, home yeah, runs. Yeah, okay, that's good for baseball. That's good, for good for baseball. baseball. But yeah, so now we we won't be we won't have to be subjected to watching Aaron Judge. Um, let's see. I you, you got anything else before we get into the games? I uh, I think that about covers it, right? This was um the week of elusive quarterbacks, dude. It was seemed like <laughs> all the quarterbacks were just getting away from people in the backfield. It was incredible. Um all right, let's start let's start with the the Monday night game. Um the Rams versus 49ers. Rams lost 9 to 24. This is a I think the the Super Bowl hangover is real. But I also think that like the the 49ers are for real. Like their their defense is very good. Honestly, it, it was like the if it ain't broke, don't fix it type thing. They tried to make it better with Trey Lance. Now they're back to being the, the fucking 49ers. They're back to winning. Jimmy yep. G wins. Yep, Jimmy G wins. That's a, that's you know he's not he's not one that light up the score uh, the box score. Um, he just he just wins. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and they have my new favorite player, uh, Talanoa Hafanga. Hufanga. Ooh, that's a name game right there. Telan, Telan, Telanoa. It's Hufanga. A, it's a game to actually pronounce his name. Yes, yes. But here's the thing. He's the new, he's the new Troy Palmao. He's the guy that had that oh, yeah. pick six or whatever. Um, He's got the hair. He's got the hair. He looks like him. He roams around the field. Roams, he just a ball hawk. Yep. Now all we need is for him to just time snaps perfectly to where he can jump over offensive linemen and tackle the running back. Or tackle the quarterback. In, in time. In time. You know, that develops. He needs to talk. Oh, also, man, get sponsored by Head & Shoulders. I was about to say, yep. Prime opportunity for Head & Shoulders right Absolutely. now. Absolutely. Um, 
Debo Samuel is just a fucking monster. Did that catch that he had? Um, I, I'm not going to be describing this correctly, but it was like 50-something yards or something like that. He he caught it over the cornerback, broke a tackle. Jalen Ramsey missed him, and then he ran it in for the touchdown. Yeah, I mean, it's just a man among boys on yeah, that play. But he looks like he looks big. Like he looks like not not like big. He lo- he does look big, big, but like he kind of looks like chubby a little bit. And he can still run with that that amount of speed. Yeah, it's honestly he's one of those guys that just doesn't look like he's the best athlete that doesn't look like an athlete. Yeah, he doesn't look very athletic at all. No, but he's just he's an absolute absolute freak. Yeah, it, it's like uh, like there's there's a few. Like multi-purpose, and by multi-purpose I mean like there's a few wide receivers that can play running back, like that, like him, and mm-hmm. it's one of them is Cordell Patterson, yep. and that's about it. Well, and I think that's probably I, I wouldn't be surprised if he purposely did that as far as putting weight on because you know when you're going between the tackles like that, you get a lot of hits, so you've got to be able to have like some sort of mass to be able to absorb that. Yeah. So uh, it makes sense, but. When he's running on the field, it just doesn't look like he's the best athlete out there. But mm-hmm. he ends up being the best athlete out there. I agree. I agree. Um, I think the um, the Forty ers might like they 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 might look like playoff team. Like, I'm be- not going to say NFC Championship just yet, but I mean they've been there. It's it's easy to get caught up with it, but we do have to remember that Shanahan just owns McVay. That's true. He owns McVay. He's riding a seven-game winning streak against Sean McVay. Seven games? Yes. I didn't know that. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, so like, he just basically owns them. Gotcha. I love this game, this matchup, because it's like the matchup of best play designs. Both coaches have these just awesome play designs. Yes. Like, like whenever, what was it, the Rams did a, uh, a fake pitch to the running back with an end around. It was so smooth. They're, um, they, well, they're both the geniuses. And they're just offensive geniuses. Ge- geniuses. It's fun to watch them. Yeah. And then they just put a shit ton of talent on defense so that they don't have to worry about it. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> that seems to be the strategy from anybody from the Kyle Shanahan or Mike Shanahan Mike tree. Shanahan, yeah. Is like just load up your defense so you don't have to worry about it and then just be creative on the offense. Exactly. <laughs> um, you got anything else on this? Uh, Cooper Cup, uh, 19 oh, targets, yeah. 14 I, receptions, 122 yards. I had that written down. I mean, Matthew Stafford does have to realize he does have other options besides Cooper Cup and uh, Calvin Johnson on teams. <laughs> I don't think Matt, like when he was in Detroit, yeah, he he would toss it up to it, it would it would be nothing for Calvin Johnson to average 15 15 targets a game. Yeah, nothing like that. I mean, but the thing was like Calvin Johnson. He was double teamed half the time, and he still like he always had a safety spying on him, and he still he still caught the ball. He was he was Megatron. Yep. Um, oh, and then we did have uh, we did have a streaker. Oh, dude! We had the streaker. How much does Bobby Wagner hate streakers? Did Bobby at Wagner hate streakers. Now, was that a gender reveal thing, or was that like because he the the guy's shirt said something about rescue.com. Uh, uh, well, it didn't say something. It had something, and then rescue.com. Yeah, I, I was about to say there's there was somebody else that uh, had a pink uh, little bomb, little thing. I don't know. I'm smoke trying to bomb. smoke bomb. Um, 
as well. So there's some something with a protest. Um, See, I'm gonna I'm gonna call that a gender reveal. That was the ultimate gender reveal. Now we can stop <laughs> gender reveals. <laughs> <laughs> Although I tell you what, Eli Manning uh, in the uh, Peyton and Eli uh, broadcast, they he called uh, streakers out. He's like, man, it's they're not they're not even what they used to be. Like if you're gonna be a streaker, like take your clothes take off. your clothes off. Yeah, man. Like if you paint something, all right, paint your cause on your bare ass. Then we'll start talking. Then, we'll then start I that. might start looking into your cause. Yeah. But if you just keep putting it on your shirt and then like st- gluing yourself to shit and, and letting out pink smoke bombs, I'm not interested. Yeah. I'm honestly – now from now on, the only thing I'm interested in is watching you get absolutely pummeled by a giant NFL linebacker. Yep. His- That's all I want now. Yeah, but now for for that guy, his streaking career is over. I mean you can't, you can't survive a hit like that from Bobby Wagner oh, with no. no pads. No pads. No, he's he's probably hospitalized. He might die. He might die. He Could might be. be hearing about his funeral. Um, you got anything else on this one? Nope. It was it was it was like it wasn't that. I mean, it was it was kind of a fun game. It, uh, like I, I for a Monday night game, I it wasn't the greatest, but it was kind of fun. Uh, the under hit. So yeah, always listen to Vegas. Always listen to Vegas. Sixty five percent of people picked uh, L A for the uh, spread. 60, oh. And it's still it's still hit for uh, 49ers. 49ers yeah. Yep. I guess people didn't they didn't really know how to feel about the Niners with Jimmy G and stuff. But I think there was two factors in this. They didn't uh, we didn't really know much about the Kyle Shanahan owning uh, McVay, and then also the offensive line was decimated for LA. Like yeah, they were, the the offense. Oh, that's right. They, they were throwing like, like th- third third string guys in there. Mm-hmm. All right. Well. I'm looking forward to the next game. The next game is going to be in San Francisco, right? Or was that in San Francisco? That was in San Francisco. Okay, the next one's going to be in L.A. All yep. right, cool. Uh, let's go to the next game, Chiefs versus Bucks. Chiefs are really good. I mean, let's put it this way. In, that, Ma- in Patrick, that game, yes. Patrick Mahomes is an, is phenomenal. He's like he's literally just a, a cheat code. He, he's like a he's, – he's, he's just like – a dad that's playing with his kids. I, I, who was it? Yeah, Chris Collinsworth. He was trolling. He trolled the fuck out of the Bucks defense because he was like, "Yeah, it looks like uh, looks like a dad playing around with their kids, and their kids are trying to tackle him, but they just can't." <laughs> he called the whole Bucks defense little boys. Little boys, uh, like. I mean, he, he, he wasn't wrong. That's what I'm talking about. He, this is one of those quarterbacks that were just elusive. That you can't, they couldn't fucking tackle. Yeah, they, they had couldn't. they had one play that was a third and one where he almost got sacked, but he flipped it over to uh, Juju Smith. Yep. And then there was another, then the other one that everybody knows it was the spin uh, spin flip. Yep. Then the yeah the little toss to Clyde edwards alaire Yep. That was awesome. That that was that was pretty cool. Yeah, I I, I thoroughly enjoyed that. He just and he had the wherewithal, the like the the self awareness to know where the line of scrimmage was and everything after doing all of that. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. It, it, that was number. I think that was number one on the ESPN top ten. That's what ideally what you know people look for in running quarterbacks. Like they, that's why there's so much of the craze before uh, by or with getting running quarterbacks at this point with you know the NFL and the in uh, offenses or just at football offenses in general mm-hmm. is plays like that. I th- do you think that that Tampa Bay has just got bad vibes right now? Like like with all like you think it starts with Tom Brady and they're just like bad vibes because it just seems like 
they they seem like they're just pissed off. Like they're not playing. They're not playing with like that. The defense isn't playing with that fire that they used to. I, I don't know. It just seemed like the vibes were off. That's just, and I think it might have something to do with Tom Brady being distracted at work. I I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily reflect this as the as for the defense in general because they the Bucks defense have been actually playing really really good playing up pretty to this good. Point. Um, but I do I do like the the vibe thing because the vibe is off with them because with the talent that they have they still have Super Bowl caliber talent on that oh, team. Oh sure, for sure. I mean, I mean, I know they've had some injuries, but still they yeah. they, they they can still they, they still have enough talent all across the board. I mean, just think about their wide receiver core. Like if they, they if everybody's healthy, it's literally Chris Godwin, uh, Michael well, Mike Evans, Julio Jones, Russell Gage, um, all as a wide receiver core. Right. Um, I, yeah, you, you I, can you can just throw your hand in a hat and put pick out one. I mean, barring like, but I was gonna say like even maybe aside from the Randy Moss, but even then, I don't think he had as much depth as he had a wide receiver at any point of his career. And like, in, in, no, in zero point of his career has he had this much talent around him at wide receiver. That's why that's why he was so great because he just made people like he used Wes Welker, Julian Edelman, like those types of. Those types of people, um, and he just he utilized them perfectly. Yep, like him and Bill Belichick together. Uh, dude, the, the the ten point dif- point differential doesn't do it justice. The Chiefs dominated, dude. It from was, the from the opening kickoff that they fumbled, it was all gas, no breaks for the uh, for the Chiefs. It, it was unreal. It was a great fucking game. Um, if, if you're a Chiefs fan, if you're a Bucks fan, did did Tom Brady break a tablet? I don't think so, but they only ran the ball six times, <laughs> and they I, I, he threw it fifty-two times. I don't know. Do you think he calls the plays? I uh, I don't know. I think he has or a Todd Bowles. No, I, if it wouldn't be Todd Bowles, it would be Byron, Byron Leftwich. I think he has a collaborative thing with Byron Leftwich. I don't think it's like completely one side or the other, but I think it's a pretty collaborative. Um, he's he's worked pretty well with Byron Leftwich. So they kind of they, they're on the same page. They're on the same page. Okay. Yeah. Well, Chiefs are very good. Do you have anything else? Um, as far as I guess uh, played talking about or going back from earlier, best play designs. Um, Andy Reid definitely shows he's he's the king. He's the king of uh, best play designs, or let's put it this way: he's probably the godfather. The godfather. The godfather. That's right. Whereas, like Sean McVay, those guys are the new, you know, up and comers. But the godfathers of brilliant play calling. Um, I mean, what was it? He had Noah Gray come in under center for that touchdown run, um, where he had Patrick yeah. Mahomes just like looking off to the it's side. Also, it's also nice when you have that kind of talent on your team, though. Too. Ooh, I mean, you, all you eyes get... are on all eyes are on Mahomes, right? <laughs> so you can you you can do you can design plays like that. Yeah, and, and they'll work. If you had Jacoby Brissett under center. There's no way that play works. Yeah, and then he had the other one where it was a play, uh, play action, fake to the running back, then fake, uh, fake pump fake to the flat with a streak going down the sideline. That was an awesome play as yeah. well. Just four aliens by Andy Reid. Andy Reid, well, yeah, and Patrick Mahomes. He's a very, very, very smart guy. Um, so like you said, he's the godfather of play calling. I think you and I were talking the other day. Mahomes might, might. Be the king right now of of the no look pass. Okay, but I think we were talking Matt Stafford 
Matt Stafford's, Matt Stafford's the, the godfather. He's he, the godfather. He, 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 of that. He, he, he likes he like started that. Yes. Yeah. Mahomes is king right now. He's he's got his reign, but the godfather, the the innovator, that was definitely uh, Matt Matthew, Stafford. Matthew Stafford. Okay, cool. He um, had an, he had another one during uh, this game. He, yeah, did. he constantly does it. Yeah, he does it all the fucking time. Um he was just in Detroit, so it, it wasn't like all eyes weren't on him. He wasn't like flashy about it and everything. So yeah. like <clears throat> Um yeah, you got anything else? Uh, that's about it. All right, let's go to the Broncos, Broncos Raiders. Let's spend as minimal amount of time on this as we can. Um, Javante Williams going out is tough on the Broncos. That is tough. It doesn't help that that Russ doesn't look he, – he, I mean, he's not, like, terrible, but he doesn't look, look great. Mm, not – yeah, not the greatest. I think, we, I think we've got some stats um, – with him and Geno Smith oh, now dude. at this point of the season. Do you want you want to go there? Oh, I, I was going to save it, but wait, let's go there right now. I I think so. Let's go. All right, so through four games this season, Geno Smith is 102 for 132. That's 77.3% for 1,037 passes, six touchdowns, two interceptions. That's a – oh, I forgot the passer rating – like a hundred passer rating, yeah, hundred point something passer rating. Not bad, not bad. Russ Wilson, eighty for one thirty one. One, he has one last pass attempt than Geno Smith in over twenty less completions. Eighty of one thirty one, sixty one point one percent, nine hundred eighty passing yards, four touchdowns, one interception. I guess Pete Carroll was right when he had a, when he said he had two QB ones. He had two QB ones, <laughs> and Russ Wilson. Remind me how much he's getting paid. That would be two hundred and fifty-six million dollars. You know how much Geno Smith's contract is for? Five hundred and sixty-eight k. Well, no, I'm just, <laughs> that is true. You're not wrong. It's, I'm not wrong. It well, no, it's it's three point five million. But okay, in the grand scheme of things, it's probably pretty much probably per year. Probably, yeah. It will go with that. Wild, wild. Geno Smith, we all thought he wrote back. He still ain't wrote back. He still ain't wrote he back. He still ain't right back. I think he just forgot. He just like made himself forget how to write. Yeah. That's probably what it was. So that like, he can never write back. Nope. So crazy stat. Crazy stat. I know. It's it's like the Denver Denver fans are just like, oh, they they don't want to ride no more. They jumped off of that that whatever ride that Russ Wilson's been on. It's tough. Yep. We're still waiting on them to be elite. Yeah. Um. So Josh Jacobs, I didn't realize this, but I guess he owns Denver. Oh, is he that? Is that the thing? I well, I mean, he had a breakout game. He did have a breakout game, but apparently this is, this happens quite often against Denver. I did. I wasn't aware of this. Does he have a vendetta against Denver or something? I don't. Maybe maybe they passed on him in the draft and he got pissed off about it. There's some internal conflict going on with him in Denver right now. Probably. Um. So an announcer said something that I uh, never heard of before. He called oh I forget who it was. I think it was Cordell Sutton. He was in re- it was in reference to Cordell Sutton, and he said he's as quick as a hiccup. Quick as a hiccup. As a hiccup. Hmm. Like just a hiccup in general, just or how a hic- quick a hiccup, a hiccup hits you, or I, like I, I I'm guessing just like a hiccup in general because you know how it's like. <gasps> Yeah. So it's kind of it's quick. I just never heard that before. I didn't know that was an expression. And maybe maybe that was a hiccup by him. 
He might have. Oh, okay. That was a hiccup from the commentating standpoint. As quick as a hiccup. So, yeah, I thought that was interesting. Um, Did he Was he having a hiccup as he was saying it? So that's why he thought about it? Maybe. He might have. I don't know. Then that would have been brilliance I, I, I on didn't. him of covering it, covering up his hiccup by saying hiccup. Ah, uh, yeah. Nope, that's probably it. Because, no, I did not watch this game. I just watched the highlights. Cause why would anybody? Why would, <laughs> just Honestly, this is a fantasy game. You watched it only for fantasy purposes. Yep. Um, the Raiders look pretty good, but they're not back. I'm not ready to say, say that they're back. Um, they did get some things going, so if they beat the Chiefs, then you know we can see, we can have the conversations about Raiders being back. Yeah, it's it's, it's all about defi- the it's all about the little wins right now for yeah, them. Little wins, so like I think they play the Chiefs next week on like Monday night or something. And yeah, I'm ready to if they beat the Chiefs, I'm ready to say they're back. They're playing in the Death Star. I think it might be an Arrowhead. Did they, you call? Did you call the Roomba the Death Star? Yes. It's a it's a Roomba. Oh, it's a Roomba. Okay. Have you seen that stadium? Yeah, yeah. It looks like a giant Roomba. Well, they were also calling it the Death Star. Death Star is kind of cooler. It's it's a little, it's probably more of a fan favorite name, but like the uh, everybody else who's other you know teams are fans of other teams, it's better to call it Roomba. It's it's a Roomba. They're he's they're just sweeping up all of Las Vegas. Nice. <laughs> you got it. You got anything else? That's it. All right. Um, <clears throat> next one is gr- the Patriots versus Green Bay. The one of the only I think that was the only overtime game we had. Probably the biggest surprise as well with the Patriots. Yes, dude. They're they're they are excited. They are very excited because Bailey Zappi looks fucking. He looked pretty good. Yeah, they they uh, they trotted out the family affair there, huh? So they they brought Mac Jones' dad, Brian Hoyer. You know, obviously he's the dad; he's old. Mm-hmm. And then um, they've trotted out his little brother, Billy Zapp. It's all just little Mac Jones. They're all just Mac Jones. One's an older Mac Jones, one's younger Mac Jones, and then one's Mac Jones. Yes, that's just that's it. It's like there's certain quarterbacks, man, in the NFL. Like I just they're just there's they're two different quarterbacks, obviously, but they're the same people to me. Like Jacoby Brissett and Teddy Bridgewater. Same people. Same people. They're the same guy. I think they. I think that like they just kind of switch out. Like one will play for Miami for a little bit, and the other one will play for for Cleveland. Yep. And then they'll switch. And then, but nobody will never know. There's also a lot of Kirk Cousins out there. There's a lot of Kirk Cousins. Correct. Yeah. There's. <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> I, I think there are. There might be some people who are more Kirk Cousins than Kirk Cousins himself. Yes. I think Carson Wentz is is, a, is being a very very Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins right now. Yeah, he's Kirk Cousins and Kirk Cousins. Yes. Um, all right, let's get to the game. The uh, like, I guess it was kind of boring, but it was it was like a a win for Green Bay and like we said, a win for for the Patriots. Yes. Like that, they look good. They they didn't look bad at all, and they played against a a Green Bay team that has got a great defense, and they're kind of finding their rhythm offensively. I think like Lazard and Dubs. Uh, Romeo Dobbs is is kind of like becoming the the one two punch for Aaron Rodgers. Yep. Like, and then Aaron Jones and, and AJ Dillon are two forces that like you got one that's like a speedster that can catch, and then you got AJ Dillon like in, in Aaron Jones, and then you got AJ Dillon who just you could just run over you. It's a typical lightning and thunder situation it's, back there. Oh that, yeah, lightning and thunder. That's a good one. Yep. That's a, that's a great one. That, that's what we should call them, lightning and thunder. Yeah. Or thunder and lightning. Which one should go first? 
Uh, probably thunder and thunder lightning. And lightning. It, it's mostly said th- thunder and lightning. All right, I love it. That's what we're gonna call them. Uh, what did you think of this game? Uh, I think the Pats' def- defense should get the most of the credit for this um, because should they should they get? I mean, well, they should definitely get credit, but should the blame be put on Bill Belichick for his play calling in in the second half? Like he he. he Playing way too conservatively. Well, I mean, you got your third-string quarterback in there. I, I don't know how much more you can actually do. You play to win the game. He was 10 of 15 for 99 yards and a tutty. I don't know. I just I, – I don't know. If you really want to win the game, yeah, I think you play a little bit – a little less conservative. I understand, like, Bailey Zappi is the third-string and he's a young rookie. But I don't know. He also kind of looks like a little hobbit out there. I'm not going to lie. Really? Billy's, Billy's, uh, Bailey Zappi. He kind of looked like a little hobbit out there, um, running is he, around. Is he, is he short? He, he he looks short. Let's put it that way. I I don't like know. Kyler Murray short. He kind of looks Kyler Murray short. He's actually oh, only he's got- actually still like six one. He's not bad, but I, it just for some reason, I guess the way the pads are and what the type of jersey he was wearing, it was like a very oversized jersey. I just couldn't help to think, like you know, of the scene in The Hobbit where you know Bilbo Baggins is running around these uh, stone trolls and they're trying to catch him, and he's just you know not fat, oh, not yeah, fast, yeah. but just kind of scrambling around. But yeah, no. Oh um, yeah, I, 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 that's funny. <laughs> I haven't thought about that in a while. <laughs> um, yeah, Bailey's happy. Is six foot one, so he's probably that means he's probably six foot. Yes, and I guess when you're standing around, I don't know. He's also got a little stockier build too for a quarterback. Okay, so sure. it just I don't know. It just looks like a. It just that's what it reminded me of when he was trying to scramble out the pocket because he wasn't fast. He wasn't very he wasn't very fast at all. Oh, okay. And he was just kind of you know running around these big giants trying to catch him. Gotcha. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean that, that's pretty much all I had. The, the the Packers, like, even though they gave up twenty four points, the defense look the the, de- the defense is, is the the that especially that front seven is <clears throat> they're going to be a problem for people. Oh yeah, absolutely. They're going to definitely be a problem. Then you got their de- they're actually their secondary might be the best part. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I Green Bay definitely to win the the NFC North and NFC cha- going to the NFC Championship game. Where they go from there is up to Aaron Rodgers. So I'm gonna stick with that take. I think it's a good one. What else you got? Ah, uh, that's about it. Okay, this next game. This is the so the Patriots lose to Green Bay 24-7 in OT. Uh, the next couple of games. Remember how we were talking about last week? We're just gonna like. There's certain games that we're just gonna like kind of skim through and just gloss over. Gloss over a little bit. Maybe say one or two things. Maybe mm-hmm. one word. Maybe something nice, maybe something mean. Who knows? Yeah. Um, these next two games we're just going to like kind of gloss over it. So the first one's going to be the Cardinals versus the Panthers. Cardinals beat the Panthers 26-16. Um, hey, Christian McCaffrey's still not hurt. He's still not hurt. That is true. He, and he did Christian McCaffrey things. He didn't run for very much, but he still got nine catches for 81 yards. Not, not bad, but... I, I the thing I took from this game was that nobody wanted to convert it on fourth down. No. It was like combined one to five. Yeah, and it was like multiple fourth and ones and fourth and inches. Right. That they they just couldn't convert. That the I guess the defenses was stepping up. Uh, just or just fucking with the algorithm. They were fucking with the algorithm. Brandon Staley's gonna hate them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Brandon, uh, Brandon Staley, like, big big uh, algorithm guy. I, again, I dude, man, like the so the stats, like the more you go for it, the more they're gonna change the stats. So like the out the the analytics are going are constantly gonna be changing. You can't figure out the analytics. That's why you have. That's why going like I, I think analytics has a place, but it's not hundred. You can't do it hundred percent of the time. Oh, well, it changes. It has to change every year. It has to change. Um, yeah. So good job, Cardinals. Uh, Panthers suck. The Panthers are really bad. They suck. <clears throat> um, and yeah, it seems like the Cardinals kind of got a little bit back on track, but not really. I don't know because they both suck. So, yep, this probably just sent Matt Rule back to the college uh, college back, level. Back to college, yeah, for sure, for sure. Look, any- look, you can't. They can't be dominant in all phases. I mean, yeah, but here, and here's the thing. I think some people, some coaches like Matt Rule and obviously Nick Saban, they're just built for college because the- you you motivate the kids a lot differently than. So what I've noticed in in the locker rooms, um, Brian Kelly was really good. Is really good at it because I was listening to him fire up the crowd or the LSU team, but. It's like, yeah, sure, you want to motivate people in the NFL, but you really motiv- try to motivate people in college. Mm-hmm. It's more like the pregame, like you, you go through like all the, the plays and every, the, the, the plan that y'all want to execute, but it's like the, the, the pregame, like the, the coach is responsible for that pregame motivation. Mm-hmm. Now, with the coaching in the, the NFL, it's more of like a, basically communicating the game plan to them. Yes. That's all. That's what you do. Yeah, you can kind of fire them up a little bit, but like the most important point part of of the head coach in in the NFL is to make sure that the the whole team's on the same page. Then you get your captain to to pump up the 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 team. Yes. So that that and that's what I've noticed is a little bit different. Like some coaches, I think are they're the they're the teachers, and the then that's what you need in college. Coaches that are like Bill Belichick, they're the boss. Yeah. And that's what the NFL – that's what you need to be an NFL coach. Yeah, because think about it. If you're talking to a professional player who's been playing the game of football for, you know, 20-something years um, – That's all that guy knows. That's the, Yeah, and you try to tell him, like, you know, how to block, you know, like you know, key fundamentals on trying to block and, like, you know – it just like little nitsy stuff, like oh, how to catch a ball. It's like no, he's, like he's gonna tell you to fuck off. Yeah, he's gonna be like, I've been doing this for years. So how do you think I got here? <laughs> exactly. You know, like I get paid more than you. <laughs> Shut the fuck up and sit down. <laughs> right. So, exactly. Like, I mean, but, but that's true. Like you're dealing with the guy with a giant giant ego. It's a completely different animal you're dealing with here. And some like like I, I think it's like with Matt Rule. Yeah. He's just not. He's built for the. Te- he's he's a teacher. He's not a boss. Yep. Yep, so. I agree. All right, cool. Got that figured out. Good talk. Good talk. Good talk. Um, all right, let's go on to the Chargers. Unless you have anything else on that game. Nope. Let's go on to Chargers Texans. Um, this is another one I want to just skim through because ugh. Yep. I the Chargers will let anybody come back, but they won't like let ever anybody beat them. They were up twenty-seven to seven at one point in the game. Really wasn't like big. It wasn't as close as the score indicated, and no, it was a no. ten. It was a ten point differential. But it's it was a ten point differential with or yeah a ten point finish with a twenty one point feel. Yeah, that's that's my the only way I can really describe it. Yeah, um, I guess the only thing I have this on this I don't know if it was blocked or anything. It didn't look like it was blocked, but this was probably one of the first like the first attempt for a uh, field goal attempt for Texans was awful. It was atrocious. Like, I mean, the, the field goal posts were that way, and it went that, that way. way. 
like you you can't even say it came off your foot wrong. You just like it, you just got to reevaluate your career. Yeah, you're just like here's the thing with Texans. I heard this somewhere. I can't remember where I heard it, but it it, it brought to light at this point. It's too early in the season for any fan base to really be thinking about this. But you can you can always look forward to the draft. Always look forward to the draft again. You shouldn't be doing this four games into the season. Like, that's that's pretty bad. Mm-hmm. But that's always there for Texans fans. That's always there for Texans fans. Yep. There's always next season. There's always next season. You got the draft. You got two really, really good quarterbacks coming out of this draft. You know, so we'll see. I don't know. There's always, And there's always wide receiver talent. Yep. There's always wide receiver talent. Yeah. Just, yeah. Well, better look next year. All right, you got anything else? Um, let's just give a quick shout out to uh, Damian Pierce, who yes. actually had a nice. Uh, it was who is the bright spot? Probably should be the one that they should build around. Uh, Fourteen carries, one hundred thirty-one yards, and touchdown. Yeah, it's just tough to build a build around a uh, a running back. Yeah, because it's, uh, it's easier to build around a, a a quarterback. I mean, for obvious reasons, but well, they last longer too. That they do. That's true. They're more of the captain of the team. They're the most important position in all of sports. Like, yeah, it's easier to build around a good quarterback. Now, I'm not saying you don't like you can have a serviceable quarterback with a great team and go pretty far. Jimmy G is a prime example of that. Yeah, like he's well, a service. He's not a great quarterback. He's a serviceable quarterback. Well, and like building around a running back, like nowadays, like the you know one of the only examples you can really find right now is like uh, Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry. They and the Cowboys tried to do that with Zeke, and you see how that worked out. Yeah. Didn't uh, no. pan out so well. Derrick Henry is one of the few. Um, Jonathan Taylor, not he might be. I mean, Christian McCaffrey, and then you got to always worry about them getting hurt. And mm-hmm. So yeah, it's not a, it's not a great idea. Yep. But yeah, good job. That's one of the bright spot in in the Texans uh, game. Let's get to the Bills Ravens. Great fucking game. Great fucking game. I love mm-hmm. both of these quarterbacks. Love both of the and, and the thing is, like, there's going to be more of this just for years and years to come. Yeah. You talk about, like, the, the Houdini, Houdini in the pocket, like, both of these quarterbacks. Like, Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen both were just scrambling around, getting you away see, from pressure. Did you see when Lamar Jackson, he escaped, like, three or four defensive linemen? There was mm-hmm. three or four defensive linemen that looked like he – it was a – it was. It was a Houdini effect. He, like, he – Looked like he was about to get swallowed. Yep. And then somehow, like, threw it, tipped off of Mark Andrews' hand, and then into who was it, Duvernay? Duvernay, yeah. Yeah. Because like, Duvernay's hand. Was like Mark Andrews went over a defender to try to get it. It It got it tipped off, and then. It was the most wild, it was the wildest play I think I've seen all weekend. Like, minus maybe that Patrick Mahomes flipped to Clyde Edwards. I would even, like, if I was doing top 10. Uh, ESPN top ten plays. I probably would have put the Lamar Jackson number one in the Clyde Edwards-Alaire catch. The the Mahomes throw to Clyde Edwards-Alaire too. Yeah, they they had him switched switched around. I just thought that the Lamar Jackson play was so fucking impressive because he looked like he was about to get pounced on. Yeah, and, and honestly, this game was just full of like bad bad looking plays that just turned up good. Mm-hmm. Like I, was Josh Allen had a like a low snap that he had to like. Yep. had to grab and then end up making a QB sneak like for almost five yards. I know. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, I know this is going to be like deep beating a dead horse because everybody says it. 
but he needs to he needs to learn how to slide. That man takes way too many hits. Yep. yep. Holy shit! Like every time he goes in head first, I'm like, oh god, don't get hurt. Cam Newton has proved that you can be like the biggest best athlete and still it, it will still take a wear and tear on you as a, yeah in it'll the take NFL. a toll it'll take a toll and, and, to, and cam newton superman yeah he's massive um that touchdown before the half for the bills i think is the whole the reason why they won i was thinking the exact same thing that, that was it when you get a, a team that can score right at the end of the half I mean, because it was twenty to three at that point, yep. and then it's a, it's a shoot. What is it? You can kind of consider that as a fourteen point swing, because otherwise, or let's put it the worst way, maybe not a fourteen point it's swing. A, it was like a ten point swing almost, because like it's not obviously it's just seven points, but like twenty to three looks atrocious. Twenty to ten, you're in it. Yeah, and twenty to six, I mean, it's all right, but it's not it's not twenty to ten. That's a momentum 20, changer. Yes, Tw- you're you're right. You're absolutely right. Twenty to twenty. I would twenty to ten looks. Way better than than twenty to six should like it, it just there's really not that big of a difference but the look wise it is it, it looks atrocious yeah there's a huge difference um the <clears throat> let's see so had some drama at the end on this yeah one. I was just about to talk about the end because I don't agree with the John Harbaugh call yeah I know that was tough I don't like I, everybody's like oh yeah it was I mean that's a classic John Harbaugh move it, it's like it. I don't know if it was what analytics should said should have happened. I get that, but this is different. The, like the, the usually the times when he goes for it, it's not this late in the game, and if it is, it's usually to basically like I don't know. It, it's it's just it's weird. It's weird because he's got such a great kicker. Well, it's my thing is is this. You also have to it's very circumstantial, I think. Which I think what the analytics gets wrong is that they don't take into account like circumstances. Whereas this one was twenty to three, you haven't been, you hadn't scored since the first half, and like right, they didn't score at all. No, in the second half. So like least, you got to take the points. Yeah, you at that put point. Points on the board. I mean, it, like yeah, if your offense had been scoring a, like ridiculously amount, maybe had a lot of momentum at the at this point of the game. Yeah, then you go for it. You know, that's that's typically what Andy Reid does whenever it's like, you know, they have like a lot of like their offense is flying and they can't be stopped. It's like, all right, let's go for it on fourth. They're, the chances are pretty high considering how we're playing. Going for it on or going for it on fourth, trying to get a touchdown just because you're scared of Josh Allen. That's that's playing scared. That's playing. Yeah, that's the definition. Like, you, I think he even admitted it. Right? He was like, the, he didn't want to see Josh Allen. Um, do a game-winning drive. Like, yeah. Well, okay. That, if I'm this defense, that's gotta that's gotta feel not that great. Yeah. I mean, it's deflating because now basically you're as a defensive game plan, um, especially as a defensive coordinator, you are planning on hey, we're playing prevent. Don't give up the big play. Don't give up the touchdown. Hey, mm-hmm. if they they get a field goal. Hey, fine. That's they can tie it. Or hey, we'll try to block that field goal. But um, but a field goal to win it. I mean, shoot. Right. Field goal to win, it's easy. Yeah. You just get that bitch in field goal position. And then they had the other drama at the end where Baltimore was actually supposed to let them score. But half of the defense actually didn't recognize or did not realize that was the play call. 
Because if I don't know if you saw it correctly, but um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What so was they it? had more, so that they could at least have time on the clock. The, so they could at least have time on the clock and go um, for Lamar Jackson to maybe tie it. Mm-hmm. But and Marcus Peters got pissed. He got pissed because it was one guy. I forgot who made the tackle, but. Um, but you saw half the players just kind of pushing uh, right. Devin, Devin Singletary around just to act like they were actually playing. But half of them did not get that message because somebody made that tackle and it it was able. They were able to get the first down, drop the time all the way, and to kick a game winning yep, field goal. Yep, yep, I remember that. Um, I was I didn't know that was that was what was going on, but that makes that makes complete sense now. Yeah. Um. It, okay, if you put yourself in that situation, dude, you're you're every fiber in your being is built to kill 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 so you want to destroy the man with the football yep as as a defensive player that's what you that's that's basically what you're born to do mm-hmm. and when you tell when, when somebody tells you hey don't tackle this guy let him score it doesn't register so like i like it doesn't register correctly so i i I kind of don't blame him. Like he just, I think instincts just kicked in. Instincts. That was all. That's instincts. all that was. Like it, it. And then Marcus Peters got in his face, and he's like, "Oh my god, what did I do?" Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I don't blame the guy. He probably was, probably blacked out during that time. He, yeah. I I wouldn't, uh, dude. I, that's the thing. I don't. I wouldn't be surprised that how many players just. You know how you can like people black out during a fight. Mm-hmm. Like they just get they they get rage this rage and they like eyes they see red. Yeah. Pretty much. I wouldn't be surprised if the NFL players they they black out on some place. Yeah, I would not because like, it, it's that it's that violent of a sport. Yep. But this was a great game. Looking to looking forward to more of these. They, they did have some rain, so like it, you know, it, that always throws a wrench into things. Yep. With the outdoor stadiums, but um, it was still still a fun fun game. You got oh, anything absolutely. else? Absolutely. No, I'm good on okay. that. Okay. Um, Bills beat the Ravens twenty three to twenty. Um, let's get to another like. Drama-filled game, Jets versus Steelers. <laughs> um, kind of a, it was kind of a cool, a fun game. Like it, it actually was kind of fun. As as like bad as these two teams supposedly are, it was kind of fun. We got to see Kenny Pickett. We got to see Kenny Pickett. We got to see Zach Wilson again. Yes, we got to see Zach Wilson. That was fun. Yep. He led a, a fourth quarter comeback, or he led a comeback, right? He had a um. Because they were down, I thought. Yeah, Zach Wilson. Yeah, yeah Zach they, Wilson. They, they, he, let, uh, he let a comeback. Yeah. Um, and Kenny Pickett, he was perfect today. He was perfect? Yes. Um, because okay. the ball never touched the ground. Oh, okay. The ball never touched the ground. Now, granted, he was 10 for 13 with three interceptions, but I like to look at the bright side. I'm a positive thinker here. I, 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 like, you. I like your thinking. He, yeah. I mean, he, hey, somebody caught it. He had two rushing touchdowns too, and I, I honestly I like how he because he got put in at the se- beginning of the second half, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, they said they benched Mister Bisky. I like how Tomlin just let him throw. Like that, that that was great to see. Like I love that trusting like your young quarterback, unlike the Bears, and just letting him throw it, letting him sling the ball. It was nice. Yeah, um, and and, and slinging he did because I mean he was throwing some some back shoulder fades on these guys, and that's no easy throw. No, it, right. Him and all right. This is this is my the, my most exciting thing. I think him and George Pickens are just gonna be fucking electric together. Yep. Dude, yep. That's gonna be that combo is gonna be like the the fucking Breakfast Club with Matt 
Stafford and Cooper Cup. It, it was. It might even be better. It was budding as we and before our eyes with during that game. Dude, I, you what, could see it. What if it ends up being like the 07 Brady and Randy Moss combo? That would be fucking dope. I mean, he, George Pickens has that type of talent. He's, he does have that type of talent. And I don't know. It's not Randy Moss caliber because I don't think there's any. I think he's the most talented wide receiver of all time. Maybe maybe Calvin Johnson, maybe Jerry Rice, maybe Larry Fitzgerald, but like it, it was just there was something different about Randy Moss. Yeah, there was. Um, he was built different. He was built different, but yeah. But I, and the thing is, is if he Pickett has that much trust in him right now, just think have has they developed more chemistry with each other. Oh, absolutely. Honestly, I thought I thought the Steelers kind of had more new life whenever Pickett came in. I, I honestly, I I see it as a different team now. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe if they had more time, like if he had, a, like if they put him in, you know, at the beginning of the second quarter, maybe things might have shaped out a little different. I mean, now credit to the Jets, obviously. Uh, are they calling it? They're they're calling it. I think they're calling it the New York Special now. The New York Special. Yeah, you know how they the the Philly Special. Oh, the Philly Special. They they did that in 2018. Well, they the Jets did it um, Sunday. Yep. And that's where we got the uh, we might, Zach Wilson gritty. Yeah, exactly. It was man, it was it was atrocious. <laughs> Made me want to scratch my eyeballs out. But um, yeah, uh, is it the New York special now? Never know. Uh, you got anything else? Uh, I think that's about it. Yeah, dude, I'm I'm pretty. Here's the thing. I think if the Steelers have T.J. Watt, they win this game. Plain and simple. I, I was just about to say the offense is a new team and it has like new life with Pickett. The defense is a totally different team with uh, T.J. Watt. Do we know how long T.J. Watt's out for? Probably too long. Too long? Oh, that sucks. Anytime's too long. That is true, especially after the season he had last year. Mm-hmm. Um, you got anything else in that game? Nope. All right, let's get to the uh, Jaguars versus Eagles. Um. Maybe we overreacted, or at least I overreacted, to 12, Trevor Lawrence being elite. Jaguars were almost big time. Almost. Well, okay. Uh, this is another rain game. So I was about like, to say. It's, it's, it's so difficult to judge from the rain game because he could not hold on to the ball. Dude, nobody could hold on to he the ball. He could not. Like, but the, mm. the, the Jags had like five turnovers. Mm-hmm. Like you can't well, you can't expect to win the game and so like the fact that it there was a one possession game at the end of the at at the end of regulation with five turnovers I think that says a lot about the Jaguars yeah and maybe a little little more about the Eagles maybe not being as good as people think <laughs> maybe who called that maybe maybe they're frauds I don't know <laughs> we'll see um yeah it was a that was a, a weird take by me, but whatever. I'm gonna, I'm I'm not I'm I'm gonna roll with it. I'm gonna zig while everybody else sags. Um, they, they, yeah. I think the Jags just kind of gave the Eagles this game. I don't really have much to talk about. Well, it. also another thing that the weather influenced was the uh, the rough and the kicker on that field goal. Yeah, that ended up true. turning a, a field goal into a touchdown. So, yep, yep. That well, and they won by four points. So yeah. Or no, I'm sorry. They won by eight. But <laughs> well, more than that, but more than that, but it's still it's like it, it's a big turning point because a touchdown creates way more momentum than a field goal. Oh, you, absolutely. You can feel it. Any any sports fan knows. Like you don't even have to be on the field. You you kick a field goal versus a touchdown. You, there it's the difference between you popping a boner like you took a Viagra and you know getting a little chub. Yeah, That's exactly. It. It's easy. But what else you got on this? Uh, that was about it. Yeah, uh, the, most of these games were 
They, they had some good games, but most of them weren't that great. Yeah. Um, this is another one of those ugh games. Uh, Bears-Giants. Ugh. Um, I guess say something nice. Giants are 3-1, and one, best start since 2011. I mean, they don't have a quarterback unless they – let's go sign – they should sign Chad, Chad Powers. Chad Powers? Yeah, and Eli Manning should have to get in his makeup every single game. Every. He has to look like Chad Powers every game. I, I told, completely agree with that. I, and, I mean, come on. You, you, you know Eli's, like, thinking about it. And he's got to be listed on the roster as 26 years old. Yeah, and somewhere has to be his forty time of five four uh, five four nine five four nine. Yes, yes, twenty years old with a five four nine forty. Uh, but hey, also you want to say something nice about the Bears? Justin Fields threw the ball more than twenty times. Yeah, he had eleven completions, and he threw for over one hundred and fifty yards. Dang. Wow, that's a that's an improvement. That's it's a, gonna be small baby steps. Baby steps. Baby steps. Um. If you're the Giants, man, like, this has been kind of exciting for the first four games. Like, you have Saquon Barkley, who is still just, just he is pure Saquon Barkley form. Yep. It's just, it's so much fun to watch this guy play. And, like, your team's getting it done. Like, I know they, they haven't played too, too many people, but, like, the team's getting it. They're 3-1. and one. Like, yep. you, obviously, you don't, don't apologize for being 3-1. and one. No. No, absolutely not. No, I mean, they're, yeah, like you said, that's the biggest the biggest stat right there. The, the only stat that matters, 3-1. 3-1. Um, I know people say you are what your record says you are. I don't believe that one bit because there, there are teams that get lucky and show their true colors later on in the season. But, hey, I don't know. If you're a Giants fan, it's fun right now. Yeah. So, Bears fan, not so much. Nope. All but right. I think what that's else? about it I had on this game. All right. Titans versus Colts. Uh, dude, so Derrick Henry catches balls now. This is like the second week in a row that he's had more than four compl- four or more completions. Or not completions, uh, catches. So could Derrick Henry be doing it all now? I, I guess apparently. I mean, he, he started slow, but now he's in full, like, Derrick Henry beast mode. What, just tractor seat Which I think is a little scary because normally it's like second half of the season and we're not at the second half of the season yet. So, yeah. Yeah. So he usually is, turns it on on the second half of the season. This was the hard nosed Titans, Mike Vrabel coach Titans that we were expecting at the beginning of the season. Yep. Like there was, this was just smash mouth football. Derrick Henry was literally just bulldozing people. I wanted to see this to be an old fashioned run, running back face off. Um, But. Jonathan Taylor just didn't uh, didn't live up to it, or let's put it this way: the game plan was to stop uh, Jonathan Taylor at make all costs. Matt, make Matty Ice throw the ball. Yeah, which I mean is right. It was the right call. It's like Matt Matty Ice is just not. It's it's just not. It's not working out. I, like I think he's getting he's old, and like I think the Colts were a little more than just a quarterback away from being a championship team. Like it looked like that last year, mm-hmm. but. <clears throat> I don't know. They, they got to figure something out because they don't look very good. This is another one of those games where it was a touchdown game, but the Titans the Titans stomped the Colts. Yeah, they were ahead. Um, can we talk about how this is was a terrible TV game? 
it's it's I, and I'm sure it's great for watching it in in the stadium. But you know those stadiums that have like the retractable roofs, mm-hmm. and then like the, the, the sunlight cold, comes in. Yeah, the cold. it is terrible for TV. Oh yeah, if you're like watching it, it like the glare and everything is just yeah terrible. But well, that's why. Um, what was like what, what's oh god what's the what's the owners of the Colts' name? Jim Mercy. Jim Mercy. Yeah, he usually does. He uses that to like. Support his advantage. Yeah, Matt Ryan's not uh, accustomed to it yet. No, not yet, not at all. Um, but no, Jim. I think Jim Mercy has like a little uh, switch that he flips, and he's just like, "Hmm, do I feel it? What's the temperature? Sunlight? Glare? Yes. <laughs> Glare is his best friend. But yeah. obviously, see, like Matty Ice, he's getting old. Vision may be failing him a little bit. That glare doesn't help him out at all, and he's no. not used to it for sure. Nope. But yeah, good, good job, Titans. Back on track. What you got? Um, I think the last thing I got another name game with the uh, with the tight end for what was it? Uh, I think it was tight end for uh, Titans, um, either Titans or the Colts. But uh, Chig Aquanqua. Uh, Chig Aquanqua. I think that's the Colts, right? Uh, at the, actually, it is the Colts. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Chig Quanquo. Yeah. Chig Quanquo. I love that name. Yeah. Add that to our the uh, Berkshaw Ferguson list. The Berkshaw Ferguson. The Berkshaw Ferguson Award. Good deal. Uh, let's go to the Seahawks Lions. Dude, the the Lions, they're the number one offense in the league. They're also the number thirty second defense in the league. They're also last in the league in defense. But again, I'm a positive guy, so I'm looking at. They're number one. They're 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 they they're entertaining to watch. Yes, I, like I guess Lions fans can tip their hats to like, hey, at least it's not miserable f- football. Yes, it's like, yeah, I get it. We're still losing, but at the same time, it's it's fun to watch. I mean, you put up forty five points. Yeah, like that's a that's forty eight to forty five. Come on, that's that's. That's a fun. That's a fun game. And they had a chance. Yes, they did have a chance. T.J. Hawkinson had a phenomenal game. I had an absolutely phenomenal Monster game. Monster game. That was fun to watch, right? Jared Goff slinging the ball like like he like L.A. wanted him to back in the day. I, honestly, this game had literally had everything. I mean, it had a muff punt, it had a fake punt, it had a nice, good stiff arm, a pick six. Three, two 300-yard passers, two 100-yard rushers, and a cart off of the field for a bathroom break. <laughs> Did you see the clinch walk? He tweeted the clinch walk wouldn't have worked. It would not have worked. That was, that was kind of funny. Like It had everybody freaking out because DK Metcalf was actually playing really well. Yeah. And um, they were just like, what? He got carted off? Like mm-hmm. that, That's such a misleading you know, line. Like DK Metcalf carted off in the middle of the game. That sounds bad. Don't D- say that. Yeah, yeah. But DK Metcalf, that shows that he loves football. He loves football because he's the, it's the exact equivalent of a little kid that loves playing but will not go. Uh, will not you know go to the bathroom. Yeah. He, he will stay out there for as long as he can before actually having it like before it's like emergency case or situation. Sh- or he just shits himself. Or he just shits himself. Yeah. Yeah. So but- DK Metcalf loves playing football. And it it's, it makes it a lot funnier that he wears the pacifier mouth guard. Well, it's it's fitting now. It's very fitting. So he just poops his pants because he's a little kid. <laughs> DK Metcalf, a little officially a little kid. But oh gosh, that was kind of funny. I, yeah. I, I laughed at that. Although, like, if they like, if he can't do the clinch, then and he's on that golf cart. One bump 
and you're just releasing everything. Yeah. No. My theory is he did shit himself. Oh, okay. He did shit himself, and he couldn't walk there because he had a giant, giant, um, big wet spot on his on his ass. Good thing they weren't wearing white pants. Right, but him, he still has a dark spot on his butt. Yeah, so, I mean, it, it must have been a bad shit. Yeah, uh, I think he shit himself. Okay. That's my that's my theory. Yeah, and it would make sense. Yeah, so. Um, yeah, that was, it was a fun game. It was, uh, dude, the... Um, like we like we talked about earlier, the uh, was that no this one the one Bobby Wagner that was uh, the Rams but um, I always think Bobby Wagner's on the Seahawks like it's just he's a he's a, a perpetual Seahawk to me yeah but um, <clears throat> this was if you're if you're watching this game this is fantasy heaven oh absolutely this is fantasy football fantasy heaven because like this is the only reason why like if you watch if you told me, like if you want sat down and was like all right we could we we have the Seahawks Lions game. Mm-hmm. Unless you're a fan of one of those two teams, there's no way, there's no reason other than fantasy you would have been watching this game. And honestly, up until about last week or two, I wouldn't have wanted to watch this for fantasy or any other reason. Like if you would have told me, if you would have told me like at the beginning of this season that this would be one of the highest scoring games of this of the entire year, I would have laughed at your face. I mean, if you would have told me this would have been a fun game to watch, I would have laughed at your face. But here we are. Here we are. Here we are. Yeah. I mean, I started Jared Goff in my fantasy league. And, boy. and I also started Detroit Lions. So it was good and bad. Or good, <laughs> the Detroit Lions defense. So it was good and bad. <laughs> Why, why'd you start the Detroit Lions defense? They're, well, they're I, I, just, I just thought the Seahawks was not oh, a great yeah, offense. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Well, I guess – You win some, you lose you some. You win some, you lose some, I guess. And Geno Smith is playing like – now it's like getting to the point where like people are like thinking about picking him up on their fantasy team. Uh, that's that's crazy. No one would have ever thought that. I mean, just don't confuse him with Jim uh, or Brissett. Yeah, Jacoby Brissett, Geno Smith, Jacoby Brissett, Teddy Bridgewater. Oh shit! I, I did. I forgot that wasn't even the. Uh, yeah, it wasn't. they're all the same. They're all the same. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So the Seahawks uh, beat the Lions, forty-eight to forty-five. Apparently that was a score Gami too. That that score had never been done before. Really? Yeah. Um, okay. All right, let's get to the next one. Commanders versus Cowboys. Let's um go really quickly through this one because the the commies are hot garbage. Uh, actually, that was one of my notes. Um, yeah, Commanders quit making teams look good. Yeah. Oh no, I think the Cowboys defense is actually pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. I think that Micah Parsons is is a monster. He is a monster. I think they I think their defense is actually not bad. And, They're not bad. But they did make Cooper Rush look pretty good when he is he's a serviceable quarterback. Yeah. He's one of that's just that's just what he is. He's a backup quarterback that happens to be doing decently as a, in a starting role. It's like I think it's like the the Jacoby Brissett, the Teddy Bridgewaters. They have a shelf life. And it, it's in my opinion, it's about six games, six games, and then they're 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 toast. People they're, are gonna figure them out, and they're just gonna keep they're they're, they're gonna they're just not gonna be good. As long as they come in and they don't they, they don't have to put up like crazy stats. As long as they come in and they win, that's their job. Mm-hmm. And they didn't. And people make a living off of this. Yep. But yeah, all right. I don't. Do, do you want to talk any more about that? Uh, it also helps when CD Lamb has six catches, ninety-seven yards, and Tuddy. He had that a was pretty, a nice game. He had a pretty good game. Yeah. Yep. Um, all right. Uh, another one. Another ooh game. I had a couple of these. 
Um, the Browns versus Falcons. Chubb's still the man. Um, Cleveland needs Deshaun. Like the, the that shelf life for um, Ber- Jacoby Brissett, right? Yeah. Now you got me all confused. We got I'm all confused now. <laughs> yeah. That shelf life for Joe, Jacoby Brissett is expired. Yeah. He's he's done. Yeah. They need Deshaun back. He's. I thought the shelf life was six games. I guess it was four. So. But um, another mm-hmm. uh, another terrible TV game. They had the okay. retractable roof. Um, it wasn't as bad as the Colts, but still, it just whenever that sun, uh, you go from the shadow to the uh, or the shade to the uh, the sunlight, it just the the camera has to adjust. You don't even know where the ball's at, dude. That should be illegal. I guess maybe. Okay. I don't know. Whatever. Um, <clears throat> I'm also the type of person that. Every stadium should be a dome. I'm one of those guys. Big dome guy. Big dome guy. I love getting domed. Oh, yeah, I love domes too. <laughs> yeah. It's just that they, they all they <laughs> they play they, they they play everybody plays better. You you get your, the the peak performance out of every single person. Yeah, no, it is that is true. Peak performance in a dome. You got anything else? Uh nope, but except for it sucked that Patterson got hurt during this game. Yeah, it did. It did. But I think he's he'll he'll be back. He'll be back. Um. All right. Let's. I guess let's get to this fucking stupid ass goddamn game. Um. So this is another one. Zero credit. Zero credit to the to the Minnesota Vikings for this for this win for their win. They did not beat us. The refs beat us. So they, refs refs are two and zero right now. Refs are two and zero against the Saints right now. Yeah. And um, this should be this should go down as a tie on the Vikings, and it should the the, the Panthers should have a tie um, for last week. That 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 call, hands to the face on Matthew. It wasn't the worst call of the game. It was bad. There was no hands to the face. It was atrocious. No, the worst call. The one of the worst calls of all time. It, dude, it was so bad. Pass interference on Marshawn Lattimore when he was actually turned towards the ball. And the reason why his face turned back away from the ball is because Adam Thielen's fucking hand grabbed the face mask and turned it that way. Dude. I mean, it was blatant. It was right there. Like, what? Someone someone has the Saints voodoo doll. Okay? Someone has our voodoo doll. And they are just... They they might be a former like, uh, I I don't know what it is, but they are just taking a needle and just shoving it up our ass. Mm-hmm. That voodoo doll, we are getting fucked so hard. Yeah, and I think it's a former ref or it's a referee, a former ref. I don't know. They might have, like he has some bad blood with with the Saints or something. I don't know. Maybe like because like it's this has been going on since two thousand since for for a while now. It's it like. It really kind. Of, it didn't really start in 2018, but it 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 became prominent in 2018 with that Rams uh, pass interference, supposed to be pass interference call. Yeah, no, it, it really has. It, I, I don't even. There's really no way to explain it, but it's just it's obvious. It is. It's obvious. And like I know people get sick and tired of hearing Saints fans complain about the refs. I don't give two fucks. I'm gonna continue to comp- complain about the refs until we get treated fairly. Cause this, yeah, I get it. They have missed calls in in, in a lot of games, but this is it's it, it is so consistent with the Saints. It's it's more consistent with the Saints than any other team. And people are finally the people are acknowledging it. They're finally starting to admit it. Like mm-hmm. this fucking we we get fucked 
all the goddamn time. Yeah. And why does, it, why does some fuck shit always happen when we play the Vikings? It's always something. Always, always something, something with the fucking Vikings. Like, wait, what the fuck? We're, we're, yeah, sure, we're both in the NFC, but, like, we're all the way across the country. It's not like we're, clo- we're, we're close to each other. We're not in the – when they're not in the same division, it's not like we have a lot of history. I mean, like, 2009 was pretty crazy. Like, and we have the, the phantom tackle and, like – the other well actually we, we we've developed history but like before before 2009 there wasn't really that much history no i there, mean there was no bad blood you wouldn't consider us like rivals by no, any means not even close no so like i now we are now now i fucking hate the vikings yeah. i can't I, I can't fucking stand the vikings right they they can go fuck themselves for all i care mm-hmm. i don't give a shit if you had randy moss fuck you yeah hate the fucking vikings yeah that double doink so it's still ringing in my head. It's now I see what what Bears fans feel like. Yeah, when Cody Parkey double doinked yep. and they lost. Yeah, it's it's a sickening feeling because man that 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 kick looks so good. I and it, then you it was clear it was clear if it, it would have if it didn't hit that first upright. Oh yeah, if it, it just you, like oh, oh he had a slight breeze. I, I think he had a cut like three or four more yards on that thing. Yeah. Because like and it hits the it hits the 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 um pipe and like you see it go in mm-hmm. like you I you see it go into the middle so I'm like yes that's it and then it, it bounces in the and then it, it bounces on the crossbar and you're like it can okay. still go either way it, at, at that point in, in, in the if you just think about it from straight from strictly from a physics perspective all the momentum is going towards that that you know that way yeah. So you think bounce, bounce? It's got to go in. No. It's I. I thought about it way too much. Um, you got to still give Will Lutz some credit. Oh no, he, I do I not. Mean, People are like, oh, he. You can. That's a sixty-one yard field goal. You don't blame Will Lutz for and that. After he made a sixty-yarder before that, mm-hmm. like I mean, that, that would have been absolutely incredible if he made two sixty-yarders. I wonder if that's ever even been done. Just, uh, that's that's a good that's a good question. Two sixty-yarder, sixty-plus yarders in the game yeah. by a kicker. I don't know, but Will Lutz almost did it. He almost. I do did not. It. There's zero blame for Will, to Will Lutz from that. It is all the fucking refs' fault. Again, no credit to the fucking Vikings. Y'all did not win that game. No, the refs won. No. Um, I did see a Kirk Cousins stat that that was just made me maybe chuckle. Okay, what's it? Um, Kirk Cousins, his career record is sixty and sixty and two. Wow. That 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 couldn't be any more Kirk Cousins. It's the most Kirk Cousins thing you've ever heard, right? Yeah, I mean, and you sprinkle the two ties in there. I was about to say because it's not just one tie. It wasn't just luck getting that tie. It's been twice he's already done he's it. He's done it twice. Jeez, it's sixty it. wins, sixty losses, and two ties. Yeah, that's a Kirk Cousins stat. It's beautiful because it, he's the most mediocre quarterback of all time. Like he's not going to win you any. It, like the fact that the Vikings think that they're going to win a Super Bowl, with Kirk Cousins is laughable. It's cute. It's, it's, it's cute. It's cute. Oh, y'all are adorable. Fuck the fucking Vikings. God damn it. I think, look, here's the thing. I think we might be the best one in three team out there. I think so. I mean, Andy, Dal- Andy Dalton played played well. He, he did, did. He, he did. He did fine. He didn't do bad. No, he didn't do bad. Uh, he was a serviceable quarterback. I mean, considering he's he got two of his best weapons out, Mike Thomas and, uh, and Alan, Alan Kamara. Kamara. We have, yeah, our, our our stars have been. Although Michael Thomas being out, shocker. Mar- Mark Ingram was uh, knocked out during that game too. So well, I Mark mean, he, Ingram's old. He needs to. 
He needs to. He might. It might be time for him to 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 strap it up or like hang hang him up. Yeah, I was. I don't want to see him because I love Mark Ingram. Now, it, once you're like about five to ten years, or not like five to six years removed from from college. And being from Alabama, once you're about five to six years removed, then I'm, then I start to forget it. I don't I forget I don't forget that you went to Alabama, but I start to forget that I hated you out of Alabama. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So like it, it's it's getting it's gotten to a point where like I forgot I hated Mark Ingram, and now I kind of like Mark Ingram since he's like been he's been a great addition to the Saints. He loves New Orleans and mm-hmm. stuff. So like it's that's fine. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. It might be one of those things during the offseason. We might have to let go some of these people we keep hanging on to. I mean, we even called back Latavius Murray. I know. You saw that? Yeah. <laughs> um, but, I, yeah we, we just have – there is something to be said about South Louisiana. We have extreme brand loyalty. Yes. We are extremely loyal to those that we have put our trust in yes. beforehand. So and like, we will hold on to them for yes. – Way too long, dude. And not this isn't just with football players. This is with every aspect of South Louisiana, whether yes. it be our restaurants that we've had for years and years and years, whether it be our grocery stores. Like, well, yep. people will go out of their way to go to what's called a Rouse's. So, like, or like it would be like a, uh, oh, what would be an example? Like a, a Wegman's up in New Jersey. Like that's mm-hmm. it's kind of like just specifically in in that area. That's the way Rouse's is for Rouse's grocery store is for Louisiana, and people will go out of their way to go to that just instead of going to like a Walmart or something else. Yeah. So, yeah, we do we do need to kind of get rid of people. Um, it's just hard. All right, you want to get to the last game? Yeah, let's get to the last game, dude. Dolphins Bengals. That whiteout was fucking badass. Yeah, that was badass, dude. Those the, the jerseys, the helmets, the the stadium. That need, they need that they need to do that at once a year. Do they do that once a year? I if they don't, they I think to. it was new this year. I think well the, the the white jerseys were new this year, so they did the white out that was new. Okay. Yeah, that I need, think it that was. needs to happen at least once a, once a year. Yes, that, that, and it's got to be you got to and you got to do it for a division game, man. You got to yep. wait. You got to do it against like the Steelers or the Ravens or something. Get like the that. fans pumped up. Get the uh, team pumped up. Yeah. Oh yeah, big time. Absolutely. Um, let's. <sighs> So I guess let's dive into this Tua injury. I know everybody got pissed off at the NFL, and like most of the people, if you don't, and, and like the, this, this is like most of the people on Twitter, they're trolls. Mm-hmm. They don't really know too much about the NFL. They just love drama and they love love chaos. So they're gonna like they, they NFL got a lot of heat. They yeah. got a lot of heat. Um, I think they got too much heat because I think it looked worse than it actually was. Yeah, like his fingers going all cross. Crisscross and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it looked worse. He got he got released from the hospital like the the next day. Yeah, or he two did. days after. Like, he, he did, it, and he's he's walking around and shit. So like he's fine. It just looked really bad, and it just happened. So it happens that he had a concussion that the week before. The week before, yeah. So like, I it, it was it was scary though. Whenever it happened, um, so I mean we definitely hope for a speedy recovery for him. But um, yeah, because honestly, I I honestly saw something. He broke like his hands or both of his hands. Well, like, that's a, what uh, initially like a, the people I was around. They they were like, yeah, I think he dislocated um, two of his fingers or something. Mm-hmm. And like we had a, a football coach that was hanging out with us, and he was like, no, nah, that's <clears throat> that happens a lot of times when people get um, 
like head, neck, or spinal injuries. Yeah. And so we were like, oh, that fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. So like, it looked bad. It really did. And the like initial knee jerk reactions were bad, which is fine. But it, it it looked a little worse than it actually was. Yeah. So I'm, I, I'm glad, and which I'm glad to see. Yeah, I am too. But like, I think let's let's not overreact here, people. Like, I think yeah, I think people are also using this as a way to attack the NFL because like, there's a lot of people that hate the NFL mm-hmm. and are just finding any and every way to attack the NFL. Yeah. So like, that's kind of fucked up. That's yeah. kind of fucked up. You're going to use somebody's injury to attack the NFL. Like, but and the, the doctor, the doctor got got fired. Yeah, like he he got fired. Obviously, he had to be. Um, yeah, I don't know the whole circumstance with that, but I mean, yeah, it was obviously there was a, it was kind of a mob reaction on that one, you know. But um, so I don't I don't know from the the details of it, but as it looks, it probably should have happened. Yeah, yeah. So then and two is fine. Two is fine. Like I said, he got released from the hospital either the next day or the day after, and he's he's okay. So yep. boom, crisis averted. All right, let's actually get to the game. Tyler Boyd has a fucking arm. Did you see that dart he threw? Yes. That was a nice tight spiral. Like, I'm talking zip on the ball. Mm-hmm. Like, and he didn't hesitate either. That was a nice throwing form, everything. Did, yep. he play, did he play college? Uh, did he play quarterback in college or high school? Uh, I know high school, yes. Um, college, I don't know. I'm not, I, I don't remember them uh, talking about it, and I didn't look it up. But he, he looked like he could have. Mm-hmm. Um, Teddy Bridgewater didn't do terribly. Um, it was just kind of like the life got sucked out of that game when Tua went down. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it was, yeah, sure, it was, a, it was a decent game, but like you could tell once the once Tua went down, it was like there was no more fight in Miami. It was, it wasn't like when they for, when they started the game. Yeah, I will say this, at the, but going back to the beginning of the game before that injury, um, they had a rugby scrum for the first touchdown. Yeah, yeah. There, there was a rugby scrum. That, I think, honestly, because you see a lot of those sometimes where, you know, the running back hits the line and then, like, you get, like, a bunch of linemen back them up or, like, you know, the quarterback or whatever, whoever just – and it just becomes a scrum into the end zone. The, the, the offensive line should get credit the for that. The offensive line should get credit for that. Yeah. They should get the touchdown on that part, on, you, on that situation. And you know what? I think the inverse is is true for the quarterbacks with the interceptions because so like there like Kenny Pickett's interceptions were not his fault like no. the last one was a hail mary into the end zone then the the first two before that were were the receivers' fault yes like they bounced off of them they should have had it now okay we should have interceptions that are earned interceptions and unearned interceptions yep. just like in baseball yep. like they you got a picture. A pitcher's ERA is his earned run average. Mm-hmm. If someone in the field commits an error and there's a score because of that error, yeah. that does not get charged to the to the pitcher. No, it does not get charged to the pitcher's ERA. And I think that's what we we should do the same thing for the NFL uh, NFL interceptions because mm-hmm. it's misleading. Kenny Pickett had three interceptions and all three of them weren't his fault. Yeah, that's true. It, so I I like they. they at least the first two should have been catches. They should have been completions. I get it. That's what happens on Hail Marys. But we need to start attributing interceptions to wide receivers. Yeah. We're going to put that on Jeff Bezos and Amazon with yeah. next-gen stats. Yep. They need to be able to – I mean, he needs to throw, like, billions of dollars at it. Just get that rule changed. Yes. I like it. It's Because it, it, it makes sense, doesn't it? It does make it sense. It makes sense because there, there are a lot of interceptions that are not the quarterback's fault. Like, yeah. When you when you hit a guy in the hands, that's you can't do anything better. Like, yeah. you did nothing wrong there. No. 
You, but you're charged with the interception. Yeah, like it's you know, your fault. Like it's your fault. Exactly. And then and then it, it goes down on the stat sheet, and it looks terrible because you're just like, like he's had 15 interceptions. Maybe seven of them weren't even his fault. Mm-hmm. So he should have eight earned interceptions. Yes. He might have 15 unearned interceptions, but that doesn't matter because those aren't his fault. Yeah, we, so, we solved it. We solved it. Good deal. All right. Um, you got anything else on this game? Uh, that's about it. All right. Do you want to do some? Do you want to do some college? Yeah, we can wrap up with some college real quick. We should, we should do a. I want because like I, I always want to talk more about college than we actually do, but like it's so late when we get to it. Um, we should try and maybe do like a, a different, a little short excerpt uh, at the beginning like, of the week. Maybe on like Sunday or Monday or something. Like do like a little short college uh, summary. We might have, we'll have to work on something. Might be able to do that. All right, let's get to some of the games you got. <clears throat> okay. Um, well, we'll start off with the uh, the coaching tracker. Uh, Paul, uh, Paul Christ is out at Wisconsin. Yes, yes, he he got he got fired. Yep. Um, and then um, what is it? I think it's Jim Leonard. Jim Leonard, the defensive coordinator, is uh, is in. Yeah. Who's actually a pretty hot name for that's a defensive I, coordinator? That, yeah, so that's and what he I was. Heard. Yeah, he was definitely going to be somebody up the. Um, in the head coaching, you know, carousel for sure. So Wisconsin, I think, just wants to secure that. They, you think they just wanted to, yeah. They just wanted to keep him around. Mm-hmm. Um, then we got we had uh, Alabama versus Arkansas, 49-26. This ended up being a little bit bigger of a game um, or Ar- mo- the more of a mismatch than – Arkansas done done. Yeah, that, a little that, bit. That took, the Texas A&M game took the life out of them. Yep. Um, Bryce Young actually got knocked out of this game. Um, it seems to be a minor injury, but they replaced him with uh, Milroy, um, who is a straight running back at quarterback. I don't know if you've seen him. Oh, he's a is he? But he he's a quarterback. But he's he looks quarterback. like he looks like a running back. Oh, he looks like a running back. It's not like a Lamar Jackson where he runs like a running back. He actually looks he, like a running like back. like a big stocky guy who yeah. can just for some reason throw the football. And he's just really fast. Oh really? Oh dude, he oh, is nice. absolutely fast as shit. He like I think he broke off for like what was it, a sixty yard run or something like that and just made it look easy. You know, he was probably smart. He was probably like I, I see what's happening in the NFL with running backs. I don't wanna do that. Yeah. And but his mom's like, No, you're you you Listen, honey, you're built like a running back. He's like, I don't care. No, I, I see. I see Patrick Mahomes getting his deal, his ten year deal for half a billion dollars. Like, um, yeah. I want to be. I want to be like that. I want to get that money. Yeah. So, no, very smart. Because you know, like, he. What year is he? Do you know? Uh, Milroy. He's. I think he's a freshman he's young, or a right? sophomore. So, like, whenever Patrick Mahomes started playing, he was like in eighth grade. Yeah. So he he definitely saw that and was like. I want to be like that guy. Exactly. So, um, UCLA beats uh, number 15, Washington, Chip that was Kelly. A nice little upset. Yep. Uh, Dorian Thompson Robinson, the ninth year senior out of UCLA. Ninth, I love that. <laughs> had a, he had a great hurdle. Isn't he like 30 that game. years old or something? I don't know. He's, he's, he's old and he's definitely been in the league for a while. He took advantage of that COVID uh, yeah. exemption uh, year. But yeah, Chip Kelly still hanging around. Uh, TCU absolutely destroyed, and I mean destroyed Oklahoma. They were never in that game. What Oklahoma's done, right? They got. They got like this year. They got to like. Well, they got a rally. I, I guess it's like a. He's a first year coach. Let's put it this way: a lot of people left after Lincoln Riley left. So, so they're they're in rebuilding year. Yeah, this they're is technically a re- okay. rebuilding right. year. That, well, the, okay, that's nice. Oklahoma is is they can use that excuse, you yes. know, because that that is the prime 
prime example of a team like that's that's rebuilding. Like they 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 lost a coach, so they the Oklahoma fans have that to hang their hat on. Yep, yeah. They, they they're rebuild. It's a rebuilding year. Yeah, and they might need an, another year next year. They might they might be able to milk this for two years. Yeah, it's. I mean, there's there's the great contrast of what let's put it this way they ran at Clemson the program they ran at Clemson when Brent Venables was the defensive coordinator and the program that Lincoln Riley runs and so you know it takes a coach a couple times or a little couple years to get transitioned dude they might even be able to milk this for three years because after so they can milk it for two years and then they get into the SEC right and then they they can milk it again because they're like, oh, it's transition. Yeah, but I would pump the brakes a little bit because it is still Oklahoma, and they expect you know national championships. I'm just saying the fans can can milk it if they want. If they, if want, they want to, to but if they want to, they can milk it. Yeah, um, Georgia had quite the scare. Yeah, what? against uh, you know a favorable no actually Missouri. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say a formidable opponent, but uh, yeah, no, Missouri's it's, not it's, the one Missouri, that you're struggling suck. that you have to come back in the fourth quarter. Yeah, that. Is Georgia just running into these games where they just can't get pumped up for them? Uh, that could be it. Like it, they're just they're having they had trouble getting pumped up against Kent State, and they just I guess they're having trouble getting pumped up against these because like I guarantee you once they play like Tennessee or Auburn or somebody like that they're going to they're going to they're they're going their A game is going to show up and they're going to be like and then we're going to be like oh okay yeah this is why they're ranked number one in the nation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's that is very true. That's an excellent point. Um, but yeah, or they had they, a they, they had to get a miracle to get out of that one. Yeah, or um, do they play down to their opponent's level? Yeah, that that could be it. Um, something that uh that honestly Nick Saban struggles with with that Alabama sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Um, Kentucky uh, versus Ole Miss. That um, was a good. That was a great that was game. A great top, game. Top twenty five matchup. Uh, Ole Miss was a six point five favorite in this game, um, which was crazy. Yeah, um, that was that was a lot. Yeah. Um, and Especially then, with them being number 14 and number 7. Yeah, but Kentucky gave this game away, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, because they got it all the way down, actually scored the game-winning touchdown, but had called back for an illegal uh, procedure on the offense. And then the next next play, basically, because they were down, they only down three points, was in field goal range, and then Will Levis uh, fumbles Fumble. it right at yep. the— um, Tough. Right, right in there, yeah. But that's, that's college football for you. NC State— uh, and Clemson was our only top ten matchup of the week. Clemson, um, it was a close game for the most part, uh, but it's Clemson, pretty much what you expected it. To be. Yeah, Clemson pulled away a little bit, thirty to twenty. Uh, Kansas is still undefeated. Don't can't, know how. Can't yeah. I don't, like they should. They have to be in the top twenty-five, right? I mean, at this point, yeah, you got to. I mean, uh, what is it? Four and zero, five and zero, four and zero. Four and zero, probably five and zero. Five actually. and 0, five and zero now. Yeah, so I mean, shoot, got to do that. Uh, the catch of the week had to be Liberty's uh, one-handed catch. Um, I, oh, I was I saw, really ups- I, saw I was upset about the announcer on this. Why? How could he be that monotone with a absolutely gorgeous catch like that? I mean, the guy just—I mean—he snagged it. It's one of those. It's, it, he didn't have to bring it to his body. He caught it with his hand up, with one hand. Yeah. And the guy was like, "Oh, and there's a one-handed catch for the touchdown." I'm like, "Come on, fuck give off. me some, give me some Gus Johnson, I mean, I you know, to, yeah. like give I need me some, some life. 
Yeah, enthusiasm. Don't be Joe Buck. No. <laughs> Joe Buck 10 years ago? No. It's like, ugh, dude. Yeah. Come on, man. Be Tony Romo. Be Tony Romo. I want more Tony Romo. Yes. That shit gets me pumped up. Yep. Um, and then to finish up, we had the um, our, our game, LSU-Auburn. Um, every single time these two teams get together, man, there's going to be some fuck shit. It's always fuck shit. Always fuck shit. And it's just – it's it's the reason why I'm going to die early. Yeah. It, 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 th- this game is going to be the reason why I die early. Like people are like, what about the Alabama-LSU game? Like, no, because like usually with those games, we get we – get, we get beat pretty good. They're pretty standard. They're pretty standard. Like, yeah, sure, we'll have like our the Coach O's last game was was way too way closer than in 2020 than we thought. Um, you know, the 2019 one was awesome, but for the most part, it's just it's gonna be like just these like grind out games, or Alabama's just gonna smoke us. That's just kind of how it goes. Yeah, but Auburn LSU. That's when the fuck shit happens. Like, this was, the line was minus eight uh, for LSU. Like, you just got a hammer. You got a hammer. Like, if, it, if the line is not, like, minus, uh, if the line is, like, minus, or, yeah, not minus three or, or less, like, you just hammer whatever, like, yes. that distance is. Yes. Because it's going to be just, like, close, and it's just going to be ridiculous. Yeah, why the, like, this was one where Vegas messed, Vegas doesn't mess up very, very much, but this is one that Vegas messed up with big time, because if you look at any like the history of these games, you know, we can we could probably look up the stats, but like these games are always you just look at the history for the last fifteen years. You can go back twenty years. They're just weird. They're weird games they're- and they're always very, very close. Yeah. Um and then what was I gonna say? And this one, like just I, we every team, uh, both teams were just giving the game away. Oh yeah. They no. were just kept giving the game away. They had a muff punt and then you know follow up with a um with a fumble, um, which we were about to seal the game, yeah, and then um, there was also a couple of interceptions as well. It just seemed like everybody was giving the game away, and then LSU's Greg Brooks just took the game away. Yes, he absolutely honey badgered, yep. whatever you want to call it, took the game. Away. I like it. We'll call it honey badgered, and yeah, in uh, yeah, he kind of has the he kind of has the same look. He's a little bit short, short in stature. He's got the same little bar, uh, armbands as yeah. well. Uh, I can we'll give him a Honey Badger Junior name. Honey Badger Junior. Um, there's only one Honey Badger, which he got a he got an interception today or uh, Sunday. Yep. Um, but yeah, they, we can't do Honey Badger Junior. But like we could say it was Honey Badger esque. Honey Badger esque. Yeah, I like that. But so. yeah, hey. Oh, we LSU still we still here, baby. We still here. Still, and still I think going. we're getting better and better every week. Yeah. So, um, Jaden Daniels probably could throw the ball a little better, but he's athletic enough to make it work so far. He's improving. He is improving. Um, Kishon Boutte doesn't seem like he has an attitude as much anymore, and Malik Neighbors has improved a lot. Yeah. So I, I like it. I like us moving forward. We got a big matchup next week with uh, Tennessee. Tennessee. So I'm fucking stoked. I hope we can find tickets for that. Yeah. If we if we do, we'll have to. We're gonna have to like maybe do some streaming on it or do some a video collage. Yeah. I like it. So you got anything else? That's about it. Alrighty. Well, we will see y'all next weekend. Next week. Hopefully, we'll be able to get something in on like Sunday or Monday for a college uh, summary because I do want to talk a little bit more because that was kind of like a. Uh, general overview but i want to talk a little bit more but yeah we'll see y'all next week for sure next uh wednesday love y'all later